Hi, welcome to Office Hours with Janelle Vu and Anil Desange. We go over MixLab internal medicine questions with expert IM docs in the field here at UC Davis. So my name is Voltaire Sinagayan. I work here at UC Davis as a hospitalist. All right. This is item 37 from the cardiovascular section of MixUp 5 for students. A 65-year-old man is evaluated for two months of central chest pain with exertion and relief with rest, exertional dyspnea, orthopnea, and lower extremity edema. The chest discomfort is increasing in frequency and severity. He has a 25-year history of hypertension and a 44-year history of smoking. His only medication is hydrochlorothiazide. On physical exam, blood pressure is 118 over 80, pulse is 95, and respiration rate is 16. There is jugular venous distension. Cardiac examination reveals a regular rhythm. S1 and S2 are normal, and an S3 and S4 are present. Crackles are heard at both lung bases. There is edema at the ankles. Lab studies show a normal serum troponin T level. Electrocardiogram is normal. Echocardiogram shows an ejection fraction of 40%, global hypokinesis, and left ventricular hypertrophy. Which of the following is the most appropriate diagnostic test? A. Cardiac angiography. B. Nuclear medicine stress test. C. Radionuclide ventriculography. D. Standard exercise stress test. Uh, This gentleman here in this question stem definitely has some concerning findings on physical exam. But before getting lost in all those details, again, I always go back to what is the question asking? And in this specific patient to figure out what is the cause of his new onset heart failure. Um, And so going back into the question stem, so he's middle-aged, he's a man, he has a history of hypertension and has a history of smoking with chest pain, with exertion, relieved with rest. It's increasing in frequency and severity. This is classic for angina. The question then becomes, is this unstable angina or part of the spectrum of acute coronary syndrome? He's having orthopnea. He's having lower extremity edema. Um, He has jugular venous distension. He has an S3 and an S4. What does that signal, Janelle? So S3, I think, is when you have fluid already in your ventricle, and S4 is a stiffened ventricle. Exactly. And so then he has crackles at both lung bases. He has edema. He's already developed symptoms and signs of heart failure. And so then it gives you some more studies. It shows that his troponin T level is normal. His EKG is normal. And he still has this chest pain that you're still worried about could be unstable angina. So he may not be having an ischemic event at this time, but there could have been an ischemic event that had happened prior to this. And then they give you the echocardiogram that shows that he has 40% ejection fraction and global hypokinesis. Um, This is signs that an event has happened to cause this heart failure. And so then, what tests should we use to help diagnose a cause of his heart failure? And this one, I would actually say cardiac angiography. This is a middle-aged man with concern for possible unstable angina and now has new onset heart failure. The best bang for my buck in terms of an appropriate diagnostic test would actually be a cardiac angiography.
So our podcast listeners have also listened to a question with uh, Dr. Venegopal. That's not the exact same patient, but um, in that patient, the pretest probability of something going on with the coronaries was very high. So they also went to angiography then. So in this case, our pretest probability is also, again, very high, and that's why we would skip stress testing. Is that would that be right? That is correct. Okay. For him, given the risk factors and given that he's a man and he's middle-aged, this pretest probability for having something in his coronary arteries is already very high. Okay. One of the interesting things about this question is that it's new onset heart failure. And so is something that we can take away from this that with new onset heart failure, you should look for a cause of that? Because I feel like we see heart failure all the time, so it's not that... I don't know, not that alarming, but the fact that it's new, is that more worrisome to you? Um, No one just develops heart failure out of the blue. Okay. And there's always a reason why. And so when someone comes in with specific symptoms and signs that are suggestive of heart failure, there definitely should be a workup for the cause. Okay, great. Is there anything else you wanted to add for this question? No, that was a good patient. That was very exciting for me, Exciting patient. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks for listening to Office Hours with Janelle and Anil. This was recorded and edited by us Us. and made possible by UC Davis Doctoring 4.